Hello everyone, my name is Anne Teato and welcome to the Psychic Matters Podcast, episode number 79. If you are wondering why my voice sounds a little croaky, it's because I've just tested positive for COVID. Oh, grim. It has been such a roller coaster of a couple of weeks, so I won't tell you everything that's been going on behind the scenes because... <laughs> I don't want to bring you down. So let's focus on the good news. I've just come back from a week at the Arthur Findlay College, where I stayed on a week's residential course called The Demonstrating Medium. The course organiser was the wonderful Chris Drew, and he was teaching alongside Tony Stockwell and Lynn Probert. And I have learned so much about my mediumship and the importance of the presence of spirit when it's so powerful and tangible. And Chris taught us how to really feel the essence of our spirit communicator, because as a medium, we become an expression of what we are experiencing. It was such a fantastic course. I met some great people from all around the world, old friends and new. And I'm looking forward to putting everything I've learned into practice. So do join me this evening on the Mediumship Hour. It's a free demonstration of mediumship. It happens every single Tuesday at 7pm to 8pm UK time zone. And it happens every week throughout the year. So if you can't make it tonight, I'm saying tonight, what am I saying? I'm releasing this podcast on Thursday, so it'll be the following Tuesday, won't it? It happens every Tuesday night. It takes place on Zoom, so anyone can join anywhere in the world. It's because I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday, you see, so for me, it is happening tonight. <laughs> um, I work alongside two mediums, Tyrone Cusack and Leslie Malone. So we share the platform. I take half an hour and then one of those other mediums takes the second half hour. So if you fancy coming along. Like I say, it's a free event and all of you are very, very welcome to come any week you like. Just go to my website, anteato.com, A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O.com and take a look under events and you'll find the Zoom link there. In this week's podcast, I'm investigating the power of intuitive healing and my guest, Jolly Vasella, speaks to us about clairvoyance and intuition. Charlie's life mission is to help others to recognize what gifts, energy and intuition can bring. And she says that feeling unwell can actually be a sign of a breakthrough we can benefit from. Having suffered the trauma of her father passing away when she was just six years old, Charlie recognized she had unhealed trauma and for a short time sought answers in stimulants. It was only when she started meditating, studying mindfulness and energy work that her life started to make sense. Charlie went on to study with the best, to learn how to help those like her, to recognise the power of their intuition and energy gifts, improving mental health through energy and mindfulness tools. Settle back and relax, dear listeners, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. My guest today is calling in from the beautiful city of Prague in the Czech Republic. She is a clairvoyant master healer and a mindful energy coach and a highly skilled tutor. 
Jolly Vassella, welcome to Psychic Matters. Thank you so much, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for joining us today and offering to share the knowledge that you have accumulated throughout your lifetime. It's great to hear your experiences of the things that you've been through, and, and I'm just so thrilled that you've come to, to share those with our listeners today. And I know you're going to be speaking about clairvoyance and intuition and some healing work that you do and teaching people how to heal themselves. And I'm really looking forward to unfolding all that with you in your lifetime. But first of all, Jolly, I'd love to ask you, how did this all begin for you, this clairvoyance, this intuition? Where did it start for you in this life? Well, as lots of people who do um, these kind of studies and work, it started with me being a child, but I wasn't one of those magical ones who'd be doing, able to do things. I just knew there was something out there that was different there was there was more dimensions there were more dimensions to our living and there was more to see more to do than what we are doing and I had this continuous sensation that we were torturing the body in the sense of not being aware of what everything the body is experiencing and us not really connecting the mind and the body enough and the energy of it so uh, yeah I would be watching my body kind of looking at it and I would go like oh wow you're kind of suffering but you don't know and I don't talk to you enough and I felt it was this prevailing notion in our society that everybody was doing that kind of treating the body as something not aware enough not connected enough. And yet it should be, I didn't know how. So that was one of the notions as I was a child. And the other was me feeling and seeing beings. But my mom would say that those were bad dreams or something like that. My dad was kind of psychic, but he wouldn't really talk to me about it. He would just say, yeah, that's possible. And then it was the notion that you can heal with hands. I knew that something could come out of the hands that you could change how people feel, how they look. I had no idea what it was, but I knew the hands were powerful. <laughs> and then I remember looking at people's faces and thinking the way they look, the expression they have is all about what I think. It's all about what they do in their life. And they can actually change. I remember thinking you can actually change literally how you look, almost like the size of your face and the amount of wrinkles, depending on how you think. And that was kind of the awareness. I didn't have the words of, you know, as awareness or energy awareness. So, yeah, this is probably me being five or six years old. So quite an observant child, Jolly, really, when you think about it, being that age and looking and seeing all these different things, watching people's faces and how they change. I find that fascinating that you had that insight at such a young age. Yeah, I, I remember kind of waking up back to the world, right? So what um, I believe and in the studies I, I teach, uh, say, is that you are an energy being in a body. And most of us have been in a body before. And we come into this world to have the experience in a body again, but we don't remember it or not much of it. And I remember lying in my bed, and touching with my tongue the top of my mouth, the 
the palate. And I remember feeling the ribs inside the mouth and thinking, oh, these, these will wear off. Yeah, these are fresh now. Yeah, they will wear off again. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of me awakening back to the body experience and me trying to figure out, okay, so what are we doing here? Why are we here again? Oh, yeah, can I remember this? I remember the body is going to change. I remember touching my belly as well, knowing that it's kind of flatter when you are younger and then it changes as you go older. Wow. And going like, yeah, this is going to change. I, I need to kind of enjoy while it's flat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. So that's that's amazing as well, all those insights as a child. And then you said you saw spirit beings. How mm. did they manifest for you? What did you see? So I saw shades. I could feel kind of cloud of moving energy. I could see them move items, strangely enough, which just made me feel a bit crazy because my mom didn't acknowledge that could have happened. She was just assigned to me being mindless and not noticing the item wasn't at the place it was <laughs> before. And I also had low vibrating beings visit me. So that was kind of weird and scary. And I didn't have the energy protections I have now to kind of tell them not to come. And I had no one to help me, kind of to guide me through that. And then there was a little kind of statue with a hole, tiny, tiny, that you could hang on the wall. And it was some kind of native Indian mask. And that thing somehow brought really strange energy into my room. And I had to take it, I have to have it taken off. Every time I closed the door and it was dark, it would be emitting as if a gate, it was like opening a portal and it was kind of communicating. And I wasn't ready for that. I was kind of like, no, can't have this here. Can you take this away, please? Where, where did that mask come from? Who, who bought it to you? Who hung it on the wall? That's a really good question. I don't, I don't actually know. I think when I think back, my mom had friends who were uh, living in Australia. There were Czechs who moved to Australia. I think they gave it to us or sent it to us. Can't be sure, actually. It's, it's really funny because I, I, like, uh, I'm remembering just now that we are kind of going back to where <clears throat> this whole came from. And I haven't talked about that item in decades. So yeah, maybe I can go and ask my mom, see if she remembers. I'm pretty sure it wasn't originally handmade. I think it was a replica of something. Yeah. So as a child, you're picking up the energy of whatever that mask had experienced as well. So it could have been the energy of your friends, perhaps, or its own history of where it was. It, it felt more than that. It felt almost like it was carrying some native trauma, kind of, kind of that native, you know, Aboriginal American trauma, or something mm, like that. Interesting. Yeah, and it was trying to communicate it through sending in spirits. Yeah, and it's obviously the energy of that has obviously connected with you and recognized your energy. And then there's an open communication there because perhaps you were little, not understanding it, it becomes a little more frightening. Once you know a little more, things things are easier. So that was your very, very early childhood. And I know, Jolly, you experienced a very significant and incredibly traumatic event at the age of six. Are you happy to share that with us? Yeah, sure. I'm not sure it won't make me cry because 
uh, since I've done the healing, I can cry. <laughs> I didn't used to be able to cry actually for, I think, like 10 years. Um, so my dad died when I was six. And it was in the middle of the night that he would jump out of the window. And to make sure that uh, he would leave this world, he would also cut his veins before and he would sniff some window cleaner. So he was really trying to get out. And before that, I remember two weeks of him not being in the body fully anymore. Almost, yeah, like channeling beings, uh, being a different person. And it was um, medically, his schizophrenia manifesting. And he got on medication that was for alcoholics. They, they misdiagnosed him. So that would bring uh, the channels in. That would bring the beings into his body that didn't feel like him at all. And then he couldn't bear being in the body anymore. So, so he would go and end his life. So I would wake up in the middle of the night, which I actually did often at that age. And there was no one in the flat. There was, there was no one in the flat, which is super weird. I went to the study we had in the flat. Strangely enough, my mom still lives in the same flat. I, I would have moved away probably. Especially I felt this urge when I was a child. And the windows open in there. And then I hear, we had kind of a very drama neighbor. She would go screaming like in some kind of really silly telenovela. Suicide! <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure if she went like screaming like, he committed suicide. It was so grotesque. Uh, and then I see uh, these guys in orange outfits, kind of orange onesies, walking up and down, um, coming by the lift. We were on the fourth floor. And yeah, then I mom, my mom comes in and she goes like crying, your daddy's left us. And I'm like, what? Who the heck? And I kind of knew he fell out or jumped out the window. And... Yeah, it was super weird. It was um, this notion of the person not being there. And for days and weeks after, I would have him visit in my dreams. I would kind of like see him in the street. And there was me starting to or kind of switching, flipping the switch of not tuning in to the energy being I was and just guarding the emotions of my mother. So I turned off my emotions for those 10 or more years. And I turned on uh, this guarding mode to help my mom survive. I did it through studying a lot of <laughs> psychology, sociology, philosophy. From, from the age of about eight, I started studying, like diving into books and when I was about 12, 13, 13, yeah, I actually started studying psychology formally already as if like a university equals studies, um, two-year program, like a basic university study program. And that would take me onto the healing path slowly. That would slowly make me realize that I wasn't really healing through not feeling my emotions and putting my mom's emotions first. 
So yeah, that was that was the start of it of me wanting to help and um, heal myself as well. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Jolly, that you had that awful experience in your younger years. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for your father, who was obviously a very sick man, and for your mother as well uh, that you all had to go through that. Like you say, it's it's started something for you at that time. Then it started this process of understanding, comprehending who you are and what you're here for. Did it help you find your purpose then, would you say? Yes, totally. So as as much as I'm sorry until now, it's it's been now 22 years. I can't believe it's been, you know, it's been so long. I remember thinking like, what is going to be like in five years? Because they would say time heals. <laughs> so I was trying to picture what it's like in five years and 10 years and 20 years. It's been 22 years and I still have the moments when I'm like, I would want to see the human my father was, the human body. But from the energy perspective, we had a or have a soul contract where he dies so that I can step on this path easier, so I can help others easier, so that I can awaken, so that I realize I have loads of responsibility in this world to heal and to bring people to utter consciousness. So that's why it happened. And my mom being the mindful, amazing hero woman she is, um, is the person I chose to help me out with this from the soul contract perspective. So I wouldn't have been the person I am if it hadn't happened. I wouldn't be so helpful. And I've thought about a few times uh, what kind of path I would have taken. I think I would have been a much more common much more spoiled <laughs> person uh, had he not left the human body this early. Yeah, of course. Interesting, isn't it? We always look back and think, oh, if only this had happened, if your father had still been there, what would you be like, etc., etc. But of course, your father, his spirit lives on and it's not in physical form, but of course, he's gone nowhere other than transform and transmute. Uh, you said he visits you in dreams. Does he still do that at this age? He doesn't visit me in dreams anymore. He comes um, as a spirit around, especially when I do preparation for workshops or when I'm deciding some bigger project or cooperation. So he comes to guide me. I do have a spirit guide team uh, that I've got through the clairvoyant studies. That's something I teach people to get one by one as well. Um, but yeah, he, he's been around to help as well. He helps me get business contacts and he helps me kind of see uh, what it's um, on the other side like, what it's like being without a body. Absolutely amazing. It's so beautiful that your relationship continues to deepen and get strong and you're working together that's really, really mm. lovely. So tell us more about the work that you're currently doing then. You are a clairvoyant master healer. Can you explain uh, what you do there? Yeah, so I went uh, studying psychology, mindfulness, uh, and then pranic healing. And that was tying together until I felt like I needed something extra dimension. 
And these clairvoyance studies um, fell in my lap. And so I put whatever I had studied and had been working with, because I, I was doing therapies and coaching even before I became formally clairvoyant. And I put it together and I do these sessions. The most popular ones are clairvoyant coaching with healing, where I tune into the person's energy field. And energetically, I see what is out of line. I align it, but I also make them aware of what it is. And I create integration exercises to take home and to work on so that they become more aware of their energy field so that they can keep working with whatever they need to be working. And I didn't see before because of the programming we have of not being conscious to energy, of not being conscious of where our suffering really stems from, because most uh, of the issues I have, uh, people have, are uh, from uh, suffering, from kind of assigning extra story to whatever is happening. So I help people see that uh, and then I create steps and I provide healing during the sessions and healing exercises to take away. And because it's so powerful, uh, the sessions happen just once a month when we create a package. Or oh, I have people who also come just for one to three sessions to kind of fix something shorter term. So that's the most popular thing I do. And then I teach people how to do this in courses as well, one of which is going to start um, at the end of January. I'm opening the waitlist now. I need to open a waitlist first always because I have certain capacity. I always overview the people's process one by one as well uh, in messages on WhatsApp or Facebook. So I have only certain capacity I can take. And what sort of problems do people bring to the table? What sort of healing do people need? So I get three kind of um, people coming to me. The first is the usual human suffering, um, kind of relationships, mainly, yeah, mainly it's relationships and it's mental, um, we would call mental topics, anxiety, depression. And then I get kind of bodily issues they haven't been able to resolve through the regular medicine. So there would be often insomnia, some kind of womb um, issues, uh, difficulty to conceive, pains uh, during sex or pains in the genitals one way or another. Often some rashes, backaches, headaches, migraines. So those these would be the kind of people who haven't stepped into the energy awareness yet. And they learned about me doing the master healing and the coaching and, and they resonate with me. So they come to me. The other uh, chunk of people I get are people who want to learn what intuition is and find their happiness through becoming intuitive, being able to discover their purpose from this intuitive dimension, which I don't really know how you can do otherwise. <laughs> And, and then uh, the last bit is people who already work with energy and who want to learn how to do it better, how to heal better, or they want to run a business or run it better. So then they come for one-on-one -on -one mentoring to me. And so how do you begin then to work with someone who is presenting with a, a symptom, an illness, uh, something wrong with them? How do you 
how do you start? Where do you begin? What's what's the process? How does that unfold? So first, I need to know how much uh, time they're willing to put into it to see if we are going to create those integration exercises, because some people aren't really ready to work on their own, which, by the way, is not very efficient if they don't, <laughs> but some people are just not. Um, so that's what I need to find out first. Uh, then I also need to find out if they're not stuck in some old pictures. I mean, some programs that haven't been removed and they think that's their reality and they're trying to connect to some lower vibrations, such as uh, the job they, that's not really serving them, the relationship that is somehow abusive or uh, an ex they want to get back with. So I kind of check for these things first to see, to see where we stand. And, and then I tune into their body by overlaying their body onto mine, which is a technique I've developed. I don't teach it because not everybody's able to do that. You need to be able to set yourself to full neutrality to be able to do that. And even though I teach neutrality tools, we, most people still don't attain full neutrality. So I set their body overlaid over mine and feel how they feel. And I go picking up what is most important using the energy field and my guides uh, to bring up the most important topic at hand. And we go developing it step by step, uh, kind of untangling uh, that uh, yarn. <laughs> untangling that yarn, figuring out uh, where we need to go next so that this human feels happy on the earth plane, but also is helpful and useful uh, to others, isn't as selfish. Because learning about these teachings is still rare and it makes you a very special person and uh, we should not really be keeping it to ourselves. So that's part of the journey when you come to me. Uh, the contract you have with the energy field and me is to also, by, either by how you feel, help the others or by something else. I love that. Charlie. And I think your important question at the beginning, are you willing to work on yourself? Is pe Some people just want you to wave a magic wand and make it all go away. I mean, I'd love a magic wand, for instance, for me to lose some weight <laughs> rather than me having to actually go and do some exercise and eat better. But sometimes you do have to make a decision. Okay, I'm going to help myself to work. And then when they work with you, that's that useful, powerful process can begin. And you speak about your healing and it's very unique to you, this way that you blend with somebody's energy. And I think you described it as being overlaid over yours, which is really beautiful. So therefore you can feel what the problems are for that person. Is it based on any particular healing training that you've had in the past? Is this something completely unique to you that you've just brought in and, and brought in with your soul? It's, it's quite quite unique, but it is based on the clairvoyant teaching I, I studied and teach. So what we do in there, uh, we tune into the person's energy, looking at it. And then one of the things we can do is checking the body and chakras to see how the energy is doing in them and because uh, within the pranic healing I was working in before we always go looking at the body and chakra so I made that the starting point and somehow the spirit guided me to go and feel it so close so that I can relate easier and that way I can really guide people as well because I'm really like in them with them <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a combination of um, the teachings where you learn to tap in, to see the energy, to feel the energy, 
and um, me having been guided to use it in a different way. And even the clairvoyants who studied the courses with me or at the school where I teach, I still teach where I studied. When they come to me for the first time, they are quite amazed. So by the time they come to me, they've got healing because the classes have a healing modality. So, so they've kind of moved um, to a really nice space usually. And when they get a session with me, they're still like, oh, wow, this is so nice. And it's actually so simple, but not everybody can do it. And it has this profound healing effect and uh, kind of more awareness of where you are in your chakras, where you are in your energy body, in the physical body. Wonderful. And is there something, Charlie, you could offer the people that are listening to this episode with you uh, that they could perhaps try at home in this way that they might be able to help themselves in some small way? Yeah, totally. So let, let's do that together. Let's close our eyes. Let's put our palms facing up. And please, if that's available, put your feet flat on the ground because putting your feet flat on the ground provides way easier grounding. And one of the mistakes we make when we learn about energy, when we work with personal development is not being in the body to start with. So we need to be for years in the body first to be able to be able to step out from the body. So we want to feel the grounding in the feet, please. Let's feel our buttocks as well, being pulled by the gravity to the earth. There we go. And now let's breathe in through the nose, bringing your energy into the body. Let's pause behind the eyes at the top and out mouth. Now with normal breathing, please stay behind the eyes. It's actually a really powerful tool to be staying behind the eyes. That's where we drive our energy best from. That's how you make yourself most present with your eyes open as well. If you bring yourself intentionally into the center of the head, just notice how it feels. That could be a little uncomfortable. That's okay. And we're going to take it a step further. So I'll give you actually two tools. The center of the head, bring yourself more back there during the day and in your meditations. And now please feel the chakra channel in the center of your body as if a lit up pillar coming from your coccyx all the way to the area above your head, about one foot, 30 centimeters. There we go. And now become aware if there are any areas that may feel darker and be very kind to them. Don't try to change them or manipulate them. Soften the shoulders and the forehead if you feel they are striving here, trying to get this right with your being the good boy or good girl programming. And let's tell the chakras, where do you see, feel any pollution to gently start releasing what is not yours, the energy that's not yours, that looks darker, to liquefy and to flow out of the buttocks. And go in a safe and proper manner to recycle into the earth. And don't worry, the earth can take it. 
And just sit here with a couple more breaths, kind of liquefying the energy that's not yours within your chakras, whether you are fully able to see what is going on there or not. And gently, without pushing, letting it go, to go through the center of the body, the chakra channel, and out of that first chakra that looks like an upside-down tornado, as if, as if releasing it into a cord that is attached to your buttocks, like some piping, some suction pipe. There we go. Beautiful. Well, you can just add this to your daily meditation before or after. And whenever you're ready, you can very gently first move the fingers and toes, acknowledging that you are in a body. Please do this every time, but it just isn't enough gratitude for us being in the body. It's a golden ticket that very few beings get. And then very gently open your eyes. And again, please do this always. Appreciate the room you are in. Appreciate whatever is in there. It is all a miracle that someone could put these items together and create walls of them or furniture, whatever you see, having come all the way to you. And then appreciate the body you're in, whatever you see, if it's your hands, your legs, an amazing container that holds you for many, many years, being able to have the sensations you can't get outside the body. And only when you're ready, without any rush, go to your next step. Beautiful. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you so much. That was really, really lovely. That's so lovely. It's a nice little tool. For, like you say, people can add that on to their daily practice. That's, that's beautiful. So do you think everyone can heal themselves, Charlie? To an extent. So it depends on the soul contracts you have. And basically, the soul contracts you have do come at different vibrations. So it's, it's such a, it's like a menu <laughs> you, can, you can choose from. And depending on how aware you become, the better vibrating contracts you get. So say you may have different contracts for partners, for school, for work. And the more you are aware, the kind of yummier thing on the menu you choose and with that the more healing you get so it comes down to uh, you bringing being able to bring the awareness uh, more of your higher self the portion of you that descends into the body to help you heal yourself and be aware and honestly I think healing is just another definition of becoming more aware seeing really who we are what we can do where everything is, where it belongs and not trying to push it, not trying to really fit it into some box. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Just becoming more and more aware of ourselves as an intuitive being. So how else then, Charlie, do you use your clairvoyance in the everyday? That's a great question because people don't realize how much easier and richer you know, your life becomes when you do practice these tools. So I use it when I wake up to create energy protections. It's really important for someone who works with energy, but honestly, um, everybody needs at least some basic protections to feel good because uh, we 
don't operate in most if you leave the house most places don't really feel energy easy um so yeah i start with that i start with grounding myself so that's something that makes me very present whenever i feel not present i bring myself back into the center of the head as i showed you and reground myself and then I use the tools of yes and no. We have special tools for that when you are not fully in tune with the body. So it's harder for you to decide. And then I use these tools to decide what the next step is. So that's really nice. So uh, that makes me always flow in the day. It doesn't really make me ponder. It doesn't make me rattle. Yeah, I would say probably 95% of my day is regardless of uh, how busy or maybe how tired I work sometimes these night hours because I serve the American terms a lot uh, how tired I may be I actually feel present and happy and it's yeah it's really nice so yeah did I answer your question how I use it in my yeah that's life? beautiful you walk basically one foot in your spirit self and one foot in your human yes yeah. yes I'm always yeah I'm always aware of the uh, spirit self and I always make the effort to come back into the human because we have the tendency not to be in the human because it can be not fun. But it is fun when you um, come to the terms of what it is that, you know, it, it's a sleepy human and it can be a painful human. And it can be it can be an angry human. It can have the emotions. Yeah, exactly. And do you do clairvoyant readings jolly yeah i do so so they are part of the coaching sessions i do readings with them there's always a place where i ask um, if they have questions but the more in tune they are with their awareness the fewer questions they are because they kind of know the answers they just need the extra healing and then i do uh, separate clairvoyant readings for those who are not ready for the process of self-healing that I would give them with the integration exercises. So every now and then I get someone uh, just wanting a reading on perhaps their work or their relationship. Yes, I do those as well. But yeah, I enjoy incorporating it because I don't want you to think that I am just the guide and you're not able to do anything. Yeah. I want you to get those eyes too. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I'm not surprised you're tired because on your website, you offer so many different forms of reading and workshops. Maybe you could just let everybody know the types of things that you offer on your website and then actually what your website is so we can look you up and we can come to you for readings and advice. Yeah, so you can uh, find me. I think the easiest thing is uh, my link tree uh, aggregate uh, link. So that is a link uh, with link tr at the end dot ee slash jolly solutions and jolly is like dj ali <laughs> solutions together so that is link tr dot ee slash jolly solutions dj ali solutions and i do for the one-on-ones three main things so it's the energy coaching with, with healing which is the best thing you can do for yourself whether you are ready to do the longer journey that's usually five ten sessions or you just want two or three to kind of figure out uh, your direction then i have the clairvoyant readings they are a little shorter they are just 40 minutes 45 minutes and then i have just healing 
healing sessions. So they are 40 minutes. And those are for people who especially have physical issues and they just want the healing. So every now and then I get someone, as I said, like with skin issues, uh, vaginal pains. I've had transgender people coming to me uh, to help them through the transition so that the body heals faster after the surgeries. And then I do magical group sessions. Twice a month I do in English energy clearings um, on Zoom where you see me, I don't see you, and we bring the energy in and we let go of what isn't yours. And there's always a topic that I'm guided to do. So yesterday I was doing um, compassion and surrender. That was and it was in Spanish. Uh, I do one in Spanish in month as well. And then uh, the English one a few days before that was working with karma. I have been doing karma series. And once a month, I also do a clairvoyant tool workshop because in the classes that we do, we introduce a tool or more tools within the class. And we may not come back to the nitty gritties of the tool anymore. More. So then once a month uh, we go revisiting the tool where and uh, most of them are useful for people who even haven't worked with a tool before. So we have been working, for instance, with downloading more of our higher self. We have been working uh, with protections, energy protections. So topics like that. And these are actually quite low price as well. So that the people who are taking the courses as well, uh, and maybe sessions with me can afford it. And then I do the course. So, uh, a few times a year, I do a four week course. Uh, there is level one and level two where you learn uh, how to work with energy with yourself. You will learn how to self-heal and how to help others if you want to. Uh, you can use uh, the healing of others modality or not. And then in the second level, you learn to read energy and you already start peeking into the whole uh, world of astral energy and um, contracts. You don't really learn how to read contracts just yet. There's going to be level three, but you become aware of them and you become aware of uh, the a variety of tools we have as energy beings uh, in body. You get real upper hand in the human world, knowing where you come from and what everything you can do with energy. You can manifest loads of things and feel super yummy. You know, it's so beautiful listening to you talk because I can see you as that young girl of six, five, six, lying in your bed, knowing that you're energy, knowing that you're not this human being. And now, even now, all these years later, you speak with such excitement and wonder at um, being a human being. It's kind of strange, right? Uh, and teaching people how to use that energy that's innate within them. I think it's beautiful, Jolly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I help you awaken back to who you are and make real use of it. Milk it. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. And you said, of course, that you do offer classes in Spanish. Do you speak Czech as well and English? Yeah. Any other languages? Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, I speak Dutch. Yeah, I I could do this in Dutch. I speak German. I would have to train to do this in yeah. German. <laughs> but that's incredible. So you can offer in all these different languages, Czech, Spanish, Dutch, maybe German. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah, I could. And yeah, English. I could if I want. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's really, really beautiful. Fantastic. Good for you. That that's really impressive. Uh, so your link and your workshops can be picked up on your link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash Jolly Solutions, which is D J A L I Solutions. And of course, that link will be put into the show notes for this episode and people can find you from my website, they'll go directly to you and they can pick up all the information on the courses and the 
readings that you do. And there's a freebie. There's a freebie in there that uh, you can use. So something like we did here. So that is another exercise you can put into your daily practice to feel more present and happy. Oh, fantastic. So go visit Jolly's website, everybody, and pick up that freebie and do take a look at all the things that she's offering. And Jolly, just say again, because I know you mentioned already that this course is coming out in January. So just again, just remind us of that. Yeah. So the course is coming out on January 28th. Uh, it's on Saturdays. I do this on Saturdays because I have people from various time zones so that everybody is awake. <laughs> during the time that we do the course um, it's a little tricky with Australians but yeah I think we fit and, uh, and the course is four weeks it's four Saturdays of 120 minutes it's 250 dollars only so that even the uh, less privileged people could do it um, and if you are less privileged I can put it into installments as well and you learn how to tune into um, intuition you get a practice for every day to work with energy to do tuning in little self-healing process uh, you get a spirit guide to work with which is a magical thing because the spirit guide has really high vibration and healing properties you can plug into and then you learn a healing process that you are using during the course and then for 40 days after and that's kind of aligning your old traumas are uh, the physical issues you may have your sleep, maybe your weight. And then you can decide if you want to use it to uh, heal others or if you just want to use it for yourself for now and maybe you heal others later. So that is the first level that is starting in January, four Saturdays, 120 minutes every time class and $250 that you can pay in installments if you need to. Amazing. And again, I'll put that link in the show notes as well so people can pick that up. And um, what sort of results are people getting from these sessions with you, Jolly? They are just so much more vibrant and happy. It's insane. I get almost every day I get messages <laughs> from people who work with me going, oh my God, Jolly, the energy clearing I did, I slept so well. Often the people who are doing the course, they get like bigger things or those who are doing uh, the package one-on-ones. They get like, oh my God, money started flowing into my account. My sex life is better with my husband. <laughs> so I take screenshots of these messages and put them into my Instagram stories because they're just incredible. It's insane. They lose weight sometimes if they if they need to, if they're aligned to that. So that's like, is it possible I'm losing weight? I had been trying before, but it didn't work. Now all of a sudden I'm losing weight and I need it too. And they overall are more happy with who they are. Oh yeah. And that is one thing I really love. They go reconnecting often with uh, their parents they had fallen out with uh, earlier. They may not have been talking to at all or had really bad relationships, kind of like, don't want to see my parents. And then they go like, oh, I can actually go and see them. Up to a point, they go on holidays with them and they kind of spend a few more days. You know, it's not just in and out. Let's do this Christmas dinner. And they go appreciating the teachings their parents have for them, even if they are uh, someone human-wise they don't really approve of. Oh, that is amazing. That's such a beautiful thing to do to heal our relationships with people. And so important just to move that energy along. 
That's wonderful, Charlie. Congratulations on all of this. You also mentioned your Instagram account. So where can people find you on Instagram and are you on any other social media platform? So I'm on Instagram a lot under Jolly Solutions. So there's DJ Ali Solutions. And uh, feel free to message me. I, I love uh, having new followers uh, say hi and uh, check whether what the topic is right now. If they have some kind of intuitive question, um, then uh, yeah, I do answer that as well. Uh, don't make it too long because there will be a session <laughs> uh, and then uh, on instagram i also do i do lives um, and i put uh, knowledge there i put something every day and then if you are not an instagram person you can find me on facebook under jolly vesela so that's jolly dj ali and my surname v-e-s-e-l-a that's v for victor e for echo s for sugar e for echo l for lima and a for apple jolly vesela uh, you can friend me on Facebook if you want. And I just started my TikTok account. So if you want to see what I'm going to put there, I can be very funny. So I think I should definitely <laughs> capitalize on that. <laughs> and I just put a few videos, but there's definitely going to be more soon. And at some point I will be on YouTube because I have loads of knowledge to share. Uh, but yeah, I will not share the account here because there's almost nothing there. <laughs> Yeah, we'll wait till that grows a little. But that's wonderful. Congratulations on, on being present on all those platforms as well. And, you know, the spirit is always joyful and playful. So it's wonderful that you're, uh, you've got that lovely sense of humor as well. Charlie, just want to say thank you so much for coming on to Psychic Matters and talking to us today. It's been absolutely beautiful talking to you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you so much. And you are such a pleasure to talk to you. Such a good host. Your voice is so amazing. And the show is just a pleasure to listen to. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Jolly Vasella. Thank you. Jolly Vasella there, everyone. What wonderful work she is doing out there in the world. Thank you for listening to Psychic Matters. For those who are interested in mediumship, you might consider coming along on any Tuesday evening throughout the year for a free event called the Mediumship Hour, which I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, which takes place online on Zoom from 7pm to 8pm UK time zone. If you would like to join us, details are under the events tab on my website. I work with one other medium each week, either Leslie Malone or Tyrone Cusack, and sometimes we have surprise guests too and we work for one hour to bring through messages of love and guidance from your loved ones in the spirit realms we would love to see you there once again if you want to pick up details for that event the zoom link etc go to my website anteata.com and click on the events tab show notes are available for this episode and every episode for that matter just go to the podcast tab and click on the appropriate podcast page where you will find a full transcript and all the resources that have been mentioned and there will be links there which will take you directly to Charlie's website and social media platforms have a fabulous couple of weeks everyone don't forget what Charlie says that your life will become much easier and richer if you too begin to practice using your intuitive awareness and tune into it on a daily basis my name is Anne Teato and thank you for listening to Psychic Matters <laughs>